Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hello, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast this morning with your host, Jen. And we are going to be discussing Genesis chapter 43 today, verses 15 through 23. And uh, so grab your cup of Bible. Grab your cup of Bible. (laughs) So grab your cup of coffee and your Bible. And let's go ahead and start reading this passage. Here's the thing. I say this so often on the podcast that it's just a jumble of words now. <laughs> but um, I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. But of course, you can read out of whatever version you prefer. So let's go ahead and read Genesis chapter 43, verses 15 through 23. The men took that present, and they took double the money in their hand, and Benjamin, and got up and went down to Egypt and stood before Joseph. When Joseph saw that Benjamin was with them, he said to the steward of the house, Bring the men into the house and butcher an animal and prepare, for the men will dine with me at noon. The man did as Joseph commanded, and the man brought the men to Joseph's house. The men were afraid because they were brought to Joseph's house, and they said, Because of the money that was returned in our sacks the first time, were brought in that he may seek occasion against us, attack us, and seize us as slaves, along with our donkeys. They came near to the steward of Joseph's house, and they spoke to him at the door of the house and said, O my Lord, we indeed came down the first time to buy food. When we came to the lodging place, we opened our sacks, and behold, each man's money was in the mouth of our sack, our money in full weight. We have brought it back in our hand. We have brought down other money in our hand to buy food. We don't know who put our money in the sacks. He said, Peace be to you. Don't be afraid. Your God and the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your money. He brought Simeon out to them. So I'm going to stop here because I feel like uh, reading all the way to the end of this chapter would be just a little bit too much for today because there's another... 12 uh, verses after this. So let's uh, talk a little bit about this and do a quick recap. So basically what happened was Joseph was pretending to be strangers to his brothers and they didn't recognize Joseph. They didn't realize that Joseph would be basically the second in command of Egypt. They expected Joseph to be a slave somewhere in Egypt and never see him again. Even if they traveled to Egypt, they never expected to see Joseph or at least hoped they would not see Joseph. But they didn't expect this. So they didn't recognize Joseph. And plus, it's been 20 years. They they wouldn't have recognized Joseph in this kind of position. And so Joseph is pretending to be strangers to his brothers, but he recognizes them immediately. He basically does this entire elaborate plan to bring his family back together in a sense and to test his brothers to see if they're still kind of these these creeps that he remembers them being who will sell their brothers into slavery. And so Joseph is doing this test with his brothers and he says to them, you need to bring your youngest brother here. And if you do that, you will not be killed by me the next time you come. He says, bring your youngest brother and I will know that you are telling the truth, that you are 12 
brothers and not spies that are coming to the land. But Joseph, of course, knows that they're not actually spies. He's just testing them. So finally, they bring Benjamin with them. But their dad was so against this because Benjamin was all he had left of his former wife. And his former wife was his favorite wife. He had two wives and two concubines, but the one wife who had Joseph and then Benjamin was dead and he had nothing left of her. So he had this horrible favoritism towards Benjamin, the same kind of favoritism he had towards Joseph, but maybe even worse at this point because Joseph was gone and Benjamin, he felt, was all he had left. So he's acting like Benjamin is his only son to all of his other sons. And this must have filled the sons with jealousy, but maybe at this point they are just so over being jealous and have so much guilt on their consciences because of what they did to Joseph so many years prior to this. So finally, because the family is starving, and I don't think Jacob would have allowed Benjamin to go down to Egypt on any other occasion because their families were starving. And you remember that Jacob would have been the head of the entire household. So these 10 brothers, or actually I should say 11 brothers that lived with with Jacob, Jacob would have been the leader of all of them. He would have had to make sure that they are provided for along with their family members and their young children. So this was a huge undertaking. We do know that there were young children living under Jacob's household because that's what Judah says. He says, if you would have allowed Benjamin to go down with us before, we would have already been back with food by now so that our little ones would not starve. So he's kind of blaming Jacob, and it is Jacob's fault. Jacob is putting his entire family at risk, at danger of starvation, because of his favoritism towards Benjamin. But now the brothers are willing to protect Benjamin because I think they're just over that entire feeling of jealousy. I think they realized after what happened with uh, Joseph that their father was never, ever going to change. Now they're bringing Benjamin down to Egypt And Judah promises their father that he will protect Benjamin with his own life. And even if something does happen with Benjamin, his life will be on the line. He says that his father can kill him if anything happens to Benjamin. So starting in verse 15, it says that the brothers took this present down to Egypt with them and Benjamin as well. They took all of these fancy Canaanite dishes and foods down to Egypt. Joseph, because they wanted Joseph to like them, obviously. And so they took the choice fruits of the land, whatever they had left. They took a bit of honey, it says, and then some nuts like almonds and whatever else. And they brought all these gifts down to Joseph, along with twice the money that they needed to pay for the grain and also the money that they received last time in the mouths of their sacks. Because you remember that Joseph had given them their money back without them knowing about it. And this was a way for Joseph to kind of provide for his family. He wasn't doing anything mean when he did this. It was just a way for him to provide. So this scares the brothers big time and their father as well when they see all their money back in the sacks of grain. So they take that money back with them as well. It's like triple the amount of money that they really need to buy these sacks of grain, but they need to make sure that they are 
protected. <clears throat> so they're doing everything they can to make sure that their families are protected and themselves are protected. And also they bring Benjamin with them and they go and travel to Egypt. Now, I don't know how far away Canaan was from Egypt. I have no clue, but it was probably quite a quite a long trip. I'm sure it might have taken weeks to get there. I don't know if that's true or not, but potentially weeks to get down to Egypt. So finally, they get to Egypt and Joseph sees them and he sees that Benjamin is with them. Now, before he has any contact with his brothers whatsoever, he calls over the steward of his house. So basically his butler and he calls over his butler and he's like, take these men and bring them to my house. So he doesn't even talk to his brothers at this point. He's probably busy. It's probably the middle of the workday for him. He has a lot of other obligations he has to do before he can talk with his brothers. So he has his butler take his brothers to his own home. And I'm sure Joseph lived in a very, very beautiful home, maybe part of the castle or uh, the Egyptian whatever. I don't know what they're called. They're not castles, but the Egyptian place that the Pharaoh lived. Maybe he lived near that or in a part of that, or he had his own mansion. Who knows where he lived, but I'm sure his house was very beautiful. But the men or the brothers, they see that they are going to Joseph's home and they start getting really scared because they're like, what's happening? We're not even talking to this Egyptian official and he's bringing us to his home. So they don't know what's going on. They are terrified. And they think that Joseph or this Egyptian official is bringing them to his home to attack them because of the money that had been in the mouths of their sacks the last time they came from Egypt. So they are terrified. So one of them goes up to the steward or the butler of Joseph's home and he's like, my Lord. And he, he's, he's addressing this man very, um, <clears throat> very, uh, formally. And he says, my Lord, we came last time to buy food, but we found money in our grain when we went home. And he says, we did not do this. We did not, we don't know who did this. We just know that there was money in our grain and we have it with us. One thing I find interesting about that is that they didn't talk to Joseph about it first. And obviously it was because Joseph wasn't there, but they wanted to see and to make sure that they were safe by talking to the butler first rather than talking with Joseph. They didn't want Joseph's reaction to this. They wanted to kind of uh, dip their toes in the water and see what their reaction was with the butler. And the butler at the time would have been Joseph's probably second in command of his household, kind of like what Joseph was with uh, Potiphar at the very beginning of Joseph's story. Joseph was the head of Potiphar's household. This man, this steward, would have been the head of Joseph's household and would have overseen everything. So this man was probably very close to Joseph, probably helped Joseph out on a regular basis, potentially helped Joseph out with his daily obligations and daily chores. And I'm sure because Joseph was a slave himself, I am sure that this steward was very, very well treated by Joseph and all of Joseph's servants were very well treated. Perhaps he didn't even have slaves. It could have been that these men were and women that he had in his household were paid. So I don't know that that's kind of my own take on this. That's my own opinion. But I, I do think that Joseph treated his servants very well because Joseph knew what it was like to be a slave. So this steward probably held Joseph in very high regard 
maybe potentially even knew that these were Joseph's brothers, but maybe not, just didn't know exactly what was happening. But he was willing to treat these men very well because of Joseph's sake. And he did know that Joseph had put that money into the sacks of grain for these men. So he did know that because here's what he says. The steward says to his brothers, peace be to you. Do not be afraid. He says, your God, the God of your father, has given you treasure in your sacks. So he's, he's kind of uh, dodging the question. He's like, no, I did receive your money, which was true. The brothers paid for that grain. So that steward did receive those, or the brothers' monies, and he ended up giving them back. So he wasn't lying. He was just kind of dodging the question. He's like, don't worry about it. Your God has taken care of you. You know, we did receive your money. This just think of this as a treasure from your God is basically what this steward is saying to these men. And he did know that the steward knew exactly what was what was going on. But he was keeping the secret for Joseph and uh, was probably in on this entire thing along with Joseph potentially. So after this, after easing the brothers' minds and saying like, don't worry about it. We got your money. He brings out Simeon. So that steward orders somebody to go get Simeon out of that prison. And Simeon is finally back with his brothers. And that is kind of um, the middle of this story. We're going to find out more about what happens with this on Friday. So join me then and we'll discuss the rest of this chapter and what happens with Joseph and his brothers. But join me tomorrow for an episode out of Matthew on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I do New Testament episodes. And then on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I do Old Testament episodes just to let the new listeners know about that. And thank you to all of my new listeners. I appreciate everyone who's listening in. I have noticed that I have quite a few listeners around the States. I am very appreciative of all of you. And also I've noticed that I have quite a few listeners now in England. So thank you to everybody in England and everybody around the States that are listening into the P40 Ministries podcast. I appreciate all of you. But friends, I have nothing else to say today except make sure that you have a fantastic day um, and that you are blessed. Happy listening and God bless. God bless.